Hello, everyone, and welcome to Entertainment Expansion. We are your hosts, Tyler Callahan and Mike Ferrante. Mike, how you doing? Well, this week, I am strictly chilling because we have a actually entertaining movie to talk about today. I was entertaining is the right word. Uh, we have ourselves the newest blockbuster film from Netflix. Been about seven, eight months since Red Notice, $200 million. Well, now we have spent another $200 million. Netflix has to give us an action. Would you call it a thriller? It's just like an action-adventure film, kind of, right? Uh, Action-adventure. Yeah, action-adventure spy movie. The Gray Man, starring Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, uh, Billy Bob Thornton, uh, directed by the Russo brothers, and written by the same people, you know, the Russo brothers, and I forget the other two guys' names, but that core four. Uh, they've written the scripts for Winter Soldier, Civil War, Infinity War, Endgame. I think they also wrote Cherry together, but you know, here the here the nearer there. Yeah, we, um, we, we don't have to talk about Cherry. Oh, I don't intend to. But yeah, this was, I think, uh, very much in the wheelhouse of the Russo brothers. Some good action scenes, uh, quick paced film, and I think it worked well. Yeah, there was never a slow moment in this film at all. It was very quick paced, but it didn't feel rushed despite yeah. its fast pace. This film did a lot of things right. My, I think my biggest complaint about the film is it was a little bit too quippy at times. Okay. Um, I was kind of, I, I noticed a couple, um, but, but I felt like it worked for the most part. Like the most quippy person was Chris Evans. I would say then followed by Brian Gosling. I was going to say the daughter. Mm. You know, like the, the one that stands out is like the, um, like, oh, nine, that's a weird name. It's like, oh, 007's taken. It's like, like, you know, a little back and forth with the daughter, but like. That, that kind of worked for me, though. Oh, no, no, I had no issue with it, but I feel like Brian Gosling only quipped if someone quipped first. Uh... Like Chris Evans was like, I'm like, he's the quip machine in this film. He, he really fucking was. He was, but like, like Ryan Gosling will quit back to him if he says something. Yeah, there was there was a couple of Ryan Gosling's just straight quippiness stuff. Okay, like some of it worked, some of it felt a little bit forced. But if honestly, that's a minor complaint for the film. Well, I think this is kind of both weird for us because, like, and I guess even I guess weird for Ryan Gosling is like, this really is the first time he's in a proper action movie. And it works. Like Blade Runner had action scenes, but that's more of a sci-fi film, you know, deep story and all of that. This is like 75% just run, gun, jumps, hand-to-hand combat. Like that's very much, it's different from what Ryan Gosling usually does. And I think he did pretty good. He did. And not only he did very well, but Anna Diarmas did phenomenal in the action set pieces as well. This made up for her really? lack of screen time and no time to die. And yes, she had no time in that film. <laughs> and uh, the Russo bros was like, hey, we're going to give you some time. I'm going to break down some of the more badass shit she does later on when we kind of fill in with that. But overall, Tom, I'm sure you could agree with me. The action in this film was pretty stellar. Mm-hmm. Um, it took a lot of things in in stride with like John Wick and extraction styled of action. There wasn't too many, you know, like Marvel style fucking 
cutting cutting scenes together to hide the stunt doubles. Everything kind of yeah. seemed very well done and flowed very well. And I mean that that one camera shot, I was like, oh yeah, that that's it. When uh, Ryan got, Ryan Gosling's running towards Chris Evans, and they kind of like flip, and the camera flips with them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that that was a nice shot. I was like, all right, you got me. I I would say like just uh, stand the action for a second. I know some people might think of uh, this being a poor choice of words that I would say, but. In regards to the action, I do feel like in a bit like John Wick Extraction, they let the action scenes breathe. Yes, okay. they did. Uh, yeah, there are a couple like small quick cuts here and there, but for the most part, when you're watching it, you know exactly what's happening. Not like Taken or you know more subpar action films where it's you know twenty cuts a second kind of thing. Yes, like any anything that you know Black Widows and <sighs> yeah and. Like, there was a couple scenes you could really tell, like, okay, there's a stunt double there. But for the most part, it's really hard to tell. They hit a lot of the the stunt work behind the scenes, and everything was believably the actors doing it. I don't know exactly how mm-hmm. much of their own stunts they did, but it felt like they did a lot of the hand-to-hand combat themselves. Well, I know. I, I mean, probably know at this point. Chris Evans probably has a lot of experience anyway with the hand-to-hand combat with the other films, but... Yeah, you're right. They definitely frame it that it looks like they did the majority of their own stunts, which obviously we know there's fun people for some of the big stuff. But Oh, of course. Yeah. Let's see. Still staying on the action. Even the special effects and practical effects used for the action were very well done. Like it, because there, there was a lot going on in so. a lot of these scenes. Uh, one action scene actually stood out to me a little bit was the airplane one. Yeah. But not the fight itself toward the end of the fight and like the camera shots as he like is parachuting you know, parachuting down diving. right before the jump cut uh he's already on the ground like that's yeah like free diving that was yeah awesome. free diving that, that was insane like the camera's a little bit blurry but that's because like the in the movie it's because you know he's going through the clouds and the wind mm-hmm. at high speeds yeah. now granted that's all special effects but it looked it phenomenal looked mm-hmm. but even just the combat in the wrecking plane was awesome. Yeah, no, not not this Captain that that scene. No, that was a good fight scene, but like just the the shots when he's like you know, the free fall, like that stood out to me as something memorable. Yeah. I mean there was a lot of memorable moments in in this movie. Ron Gosling kind of still played a shade of his reserved quiet self. Yes. Yes. But it still worked in this setting. He was definitely more more of a character than you would say in his previous work like Drive where he doesn't say a single fucking word in it really. His his motive, or, hmm, his induction into the Gray Man still gives me questions. Because you get, you know, good Billy Bob talking to him when he's in prison. Like, oh yeah, you know, listen, you killed one of the bad guys. I would have done the same thing if I was in your shoes. But then you find out he killed spoiler alert he killed his abusive dad for you know basically it gonna be down to his dad versus his brother yeah and that was when he was a kid so Mm -hmm. what more really prompted the cia to be like hey no this is the guy we need to look to try and recruit you know what i mean like we don't really know anymore the backs were like was it something he was doing in prison was he 
was he killing pr- people in prison? That's like, called what? the Gray Man too. <laughs> um, but Green One Point Five, the prison days. When he does explain the backstory, his backstory about the abuse father and all of that, I will say it, at the very least, it does line up with Billy Bob saying, "I would have done the same thing if he was in his shoes." Like, it's not like yeah. this guy was a serial killer. Like, bro, yeah, all of them, all all those people deserve it. It's like, no, the abuse father. I get. It. I would have done it. Here, have some chewing gum. But it just. Is that really enough for the CIA to get piqued interest in someone who did that when they were what? In well, their mid mid teens? Probably not. We don't even know what exactly the, what they were looking for. All we know from the film is that they wanted, I guess, somewhat younger people who have long term prison sentences, who they can take out. And he even said they would train them to kill and all that. So it's not like he had, like, all the skills pre hand, but clearly like they were kind of gray in what the what the gray man program was like yeah what was the key differentiator like they believed they shouldn't be in prison so like ryan gosling character shouldn't be in prison but he's okay with killing so let's train him and put him to use yeah because he's he's more of an asset Mm -hmm. working for them than being He, he can be controlled to a point it's kind of like what the fbi and cia does for some hackers you know they get locked up and they're like hey listen do you rather be locked up or work for us which one yeah um so it's kind of in the same vein as that i will say his dad set him up for success by teaching him to ignore pain and and uh not not really feel it too much because he was a fucking sponge for damage in this movie (laughs) he was a goddamn sponge compared to chris evans who gets you know, tranquilized in the leg once, and he's you know he's fucking waddling for half the movie. Yeah, he was waddling for a little bit after that, uh, but he handled pain pretty well towards the end, getting his fingers blown off, his back burnt by a goddamn fucking flare. Yeah, that's true. So let, let's talk about the big, big action set piece at the end at the compound, right? That it was, whole scene it was with, really good. yeah, and the Armas like. First off, the RPGs were too accurate in this movie. I'm just going to put that out there. Well, staying with her in the RPGs, one quick scene I did appreciate, just, just to add the sprinkle of realism, is after she's done jogging around the compound blowing shit up, she's actually out of breath and has to stop for a few seconds before continuing, yeah. which I do appreciate. It's not like she's a, she's an Iron Man just running the marathon, no issue. Like, no, she's out of breath. She, she's, she's chucking these RPGs on her back the entire time. Yeah, and not for nothing, she was carrying all the heavy equipment. Not only did she have... Mm-hmm. What's Ryan Gosling going in with a gun? Assault rifle? That's it? Assault rifle, pistol, and probably a knife. She was lugging her had a fucking RPG, a grenade launcher, and probably some other weaponry too. But she was a fucking badass throughout that entire scene. Fucking grenade launcher here, sniper's nest, grenade launcher there, running, gunning. It was awesome to watch. And even her one-on-one fight scene with the uh, Indian hitman who has the change of heart in the end. He's like, wait a minute. You're going to kill a girl? It's like, oh, that, that's where you draw the line? Okay. I like your standards, but, you know. And especially yeah. his scene, his yeah. scene, like, all right, you I, know what? Take, I, take I thought this. that was a bit weird. Take this. These are unhonorable people. I don't, I don't work with unhonorable people. Because they make it seem... In like in the FaceTime call, uh, you know, after Prague, there's like they kind of know each other. Yeah. So it's like, all right, 
if you already worked with Chris Evans before, you know he's private sector. You know he's probably not a good dude. So why are you surprised? Like, oh, you're killing a girl. Like, what? Like, come, like, come on, man. What, what are you doing? But I oh, understand why. I, I understand why that's yeah. right. I'm like that. Because when, when the trailer first released, I, I never heard of this guy before, but apparently, and um, I'll try and get his name right, uh, Danush. He's a, from what I gather, he is a megastar in India. He's a megastar. So when watching the film, I was trying to see how they would treat him because he—he's one of the top people. It's like if uh, I don't know. It's like uh, what's the top actor in America? Really depends. All right, let's say if like like if uh, let's take British actors. It's either if Daniel Craig did an Indian film or a South American film as like the big star. So Danush is here. I noticed he is the only guy to technically not lose a fight. In the film, yeah, he actually completes good. the objective, gets the USB drive, and then fighting uh, Ana de Arms, he just quits. <laughs> he just quits because they're not honorable. But also, as to not insult the actor, he leaves honorably. So he kicks ass, completes his job, and then he takes the high road. I was like, all right, that's fine. I get it. So I'll tell you right now, if Ryan Gosling beat him one on one, India would be. Going traveling to LA this weekend to just burn Netflix to the ground. Yeah, possibly. I saw the comments um, on YouTube. Half the comments are praising him on the trailer. Nothing else, just him. Which respect, but that means you had to treat him right, and I think they treated him right. And he's pretty good too. He, he's a good action yeah. star. Yeah, yeah, he, he killed those, it. In those, the world. Yeah. Also, just staying with them, I found it really funny. Her complaining about. Uh, Ryan Gosling throwing up a gun with no ammo in it. Yeah. Nobody nobody throws a loaded weapon. Like, I feel like everybody throws a loaded weapon. What do you where did you get this idea that no one throws a loaded weapon? Yeah, I was kind of confused. I was like, usually at least a bullet? Something? Like I guess maybe that's just his training. He's too programmed for that. Yeah. I mean his his training definitely paid off. Um let's actually backtrack from the beginning of the film. Using a firework launcher to blast someone's face was definitely a new thing to see. Yeah, yeah. So, with all the fireworks going off right around them, how could they even hear? Or, like, that conversation at the end. Yeah. Like, I doubt their hearing would be good right there. I just feel bad for that one actor. He's always got something going on with his face. Any role you see him in, number one, he's a villain. He's, I guess he's just villainous looking. Number two, he's always... Hideously scarred, or his face gets fucked up. Just how it happens. Well, technically, in this guys. movie, is he a bad guy? He's painted one in the beginning. He's, technically, he's painted, he's, but he still kind of is because he still kind of is because he, it's not like he was taking that drive and giving. He, it to yeah, he was doing it for blackmail for money. Yes, it's not like it was, all right. Yeah, I guess so because like he's like a third party. It's like he wasn't really sending yeah. it to the press or anything. Yeah, it's not like he wanted to change anything. He just wanted to get rich from it and move on. Yeah. So you, okay. whereas Ryan Gosling wanted that whole thing to end and do the, the noble thing and expose the corruption. But even all right, so now we're gonna fast forward to the end fight, right? With uh Chris Evans, Ryan Gosling. Fantastic hand to hand combat. And Ryan Gosling completely dominating kind of the fight in the first half, and then Chris Evans pulling out a knife. It's like, all right, this is where things are gonna go south here. And they kind of did. They did. 
Chris Evans was pretty handy with that goddamn butterfly knife. That whole uh, flip behind the back move with with the knife catching it, the other hand sticking him in the top of the shoulder. Oh yeah, yeah, no, he was slicing him up. That that was that was a hell of a move there, pal. That was that was wonderful to watch. But Ron Gosling still couldn't even confirm the kill. That kill was stolen from him. He earned it. See. I don't have two minds of that. On one hand, I want to see Ryan Gosling just choke him out and just finish it. But on the other hand, and this is an actual negative I do have for the film, is the the the, the lady that you know shot Chris Evans, Jessica Hemwick. I gotta say, she's actually a great action star. So the fact that she was kind of wasted the entire film as just woman behind the surveillance, walking around and shouting, I feel it's kind of a waste. Who's just as who's just as corrupt as the guy in charge? And yeah, kind of like, like like you have her. I'm expecting an action scene or two with her, and I got nothing now. Clearly, now in the sequel, she might have to do some work now. But I was kind of disappointed that someone with her caliber, action wise, was kind of just reduced to standing around screaming, "Oh my god, this is a mess!" Chris Evans, you're crazy. You're a psychopath. It's like, I mean, you can get anyone to do this. Put on yeah. a pantsuit and scream like just wasting your talent. But, I guess in theory it was probably pitched to where like, hey, this is most likely going to be the start, multi, uh, the start of something. You will have a bigger role in the well, next. Clearly, movie. by the end of the movie, they're definitely setting her up as to be oh, yeah. have a bigger role. So there's a lot of there's a lot of moving parts. I would definitely like to see another one. That's for damn sure. Yeah, because they also hinted. I I, I picked up during the film that the um i'm gonna pull up the 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 uh the character's name uh carmichael right the main bad guy they hint throughout the film right well they they publicly say multiple times he had a quick rise up through the cia but they hint a few times that there's someone helping him out with that so he is not the head person there is a shadow group behind him so clearly, a uh, Gray Man two and three, we would get to see that more often, I would think. Yeah, or at least be introduced to the mm-hmm. higher up is in the second one. I was really hoping for Carmichael to get get his comeuppance. I was really hoping for it. I think he might in the next one because at this point he's kind of so. Once we are introduced to the main person or the main group, right? You get a famous actor for that. Carmichael's kind of served his purpose. Because now it's going to be Ryan Gosling versus that group and Jessica Henwick kind of like third party. She wants to do her own thing within the CIA. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe we'll see Carmichael, you know, be spiteful, try and help out Ryan Gosling, all that. Like, like it, it, where they can go, and this is me having not read the novel series this is based on, um, they can go in many different directions. Yeah. Which is great because another downside to the film is... This is a fantastic film. It's a great film. Good action. Uh, great acting. Does nothing at all to reinvent the wheel of this kind of story. Uh, it should be said. Like, you're not going to get a twist on the spy genre. You're not going to twist on the action genre. It's well-made one. Like, you've seen a t- this kind of film before. You've seen 50 times before. I would say, I would honestly say this is the best action film Netflix has released. I don't know. Extraction's good. It's up there with extraction. It, it is. That's the real contender. It's the only contender. Mm. You got Triple Frontier. Uh, see, it's a good movie, but there's not that much action compared to Extraction and True. Man. Red Notice? 
that has even less action than Triple Frontier. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But no, no, this is, and look, this is definitely one of the better action movies of the past few years, thanks in part to the pandemic. But um, no, I, I just feel it's worth mentioning that like, don't sit down and watch this film thinking you're going to get a brand new take on the film. This is going to be a very well done of something you've seen. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, no, absolutely not. And considering half the movies Netflix has released the past few years, as far as I'm concerned, this is the second best film Netflix has released right now behind Trial of Chicago 7. It's up there. Yeah, it, it most certainly is. I mean, it's kind of hard to compare the two, but as far yeah. as a well, well-made film, I, I might be able to agree with you there. Well, I'm just grouping them all. Like I'm talking like the ones released this year, you know, The Irishman, like all the ones that Netflix has produced and released. It's up there. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Tyler, let me hear your final thoughts on the film. I think definitely. Is it worth a watch? It is a recommendation for me, um, especially since for the rest of the summer, now that Thor's out, besides Bullet Train, we don't really have any movies to watch anyway. And if you're looking for action, you have Bullet Train, and then you're waiting for Black Adam. So it's definitely worth your time. It's a good, solid two-hour film. Any slow parts of the film is clear. It's just a breather, and then move on to the next action set piece. It flows well. Thought some drone shots weren't that great, but for the most part, the action scenes were done well. Ryan Gosling's actually pretty good as an action star. Chris Evans still killing it as a raging asshole. So overall, I cannot wait for the sequel. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you on that. I would, I would highly recommend watching this movie because it is a fast-paced, well-done action movie. You have great stunt work, great visual special effects. Even the the writing was pretty decent. Yes, it's a little quippy. But overall, it's a lot of fun to watch. It's entertaining. And I think a lot of people would enjoy liking this movie. If you like watching action movies, this is definitely one for you. But that's enough about what we think about this film. What we want to know is your thoughts on it. As always, feel free to let us know at Entertainment Expansion. Look us up on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. As always, thanks for listening and have a nice day.